easily irritated when not recorded in front of a live studio audience, but rather a captive audience of pop figurines and porcelain dolls. Won't you fall in love with me? Welcome to another episode of Easily Irritated. I'm your host, stand-up comedian Mike McCallan. Sorry, it's been a while. It's been a uh, well. It's been the month of May. It's my it's my birth month, and uh, with my birth month comes some thoughts and some planning. Some strategizing, some strategizations, and some friend fights, you know. I come on a little too strong. I've got a strong personality, as I've been told, you know, by the sweet son of lasagnas on the day the Christ rose. I speak the truth. I can be a lot to handle. And I've, uh... I've recently noticed, just by random strangers, friends, family members, I don't have the demeanor where I can get away with cursing, you know? I already have an aggressive tone. Some people say, I don't like your tone. I say, this is how I sound. I sound aggressive. I don't know why I sound this way. This is how I sound. I can't change the way I sound. It's been 30 years with the sound. He goes, well, I think you need to change the sound. Well, he said tone. But you know, whatever, it's the same, you know, words are just sounds we make with our mouth anyway. It all means the same. <sighs> Anyways, he's got an aggressive tone. It's not my fault, you know. I blame my growing upness, you know, my raising of me, you know, my childhoods, as one might say. I think they would say that. I think one might say childhoods. Anyway, I blame the childhood, you know. I blame being the kid that was bullied as a child. I had to come off aggressive to be tough, you know. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm saying right now. I don't even know if that's true. It's probably not true. It's probably nonsense that I'm making up off the top of my head. But either way, I was bullied as a kid, you know? I take partial blame, you know? I was the annoying kid, you know? But I just want to be included. I was always, always picked last in whatever sports. I get it, you know? I'm not athletic. But I still like to be picked. What? My brother? He was a little, like, porky kid. He was picked before me? Before me? I'm awesome, though. I don't get it, you know? But whatever. You know? Maybe kids... Maybe if I uh, didn't get into so much trouble. But in my defense, I was old... I was... Maybe it was a little too wise for my age, you know? Watched a little too many um, Parent Trap movies. Thought that I could play Cupid for for people. 
You know when you like leave a note for someone else and you're like, signed Susie. And then you go to that other person, like, signed Corey. And you both know they have a crush on each other and you meet them in the same place. That's what I did as a 10-year-old child. I was a mastermind. But I got in trouble for forging a note. Two notes, technically. But either way, I get grounded for forgery at 10. I say gold star. If my son commits forgery at 10, I say two gold stars, you know? Two. That's a good effort, you know? I would have given three if you... If I didn't catch you, you know, if you weren't caught, then the forgery is a success. Plus, I say, uh, I blame, I blame those two people, you know. Can't, can't smite a kid for trying to play Cupid. No, that's not right. I was just trying to, my heart was in the right place, you know. I was just trying to send love out there. I was trying to bring two people together, and I was punished for it. Yeah? It's not fair. Didn't appreciate. Didn't appreciate at all. Forgery at 10. That should be an oppressive feat. But my mother did not agree. You know? Feel kind of bad. Because I lied today. I mean, it wasn't technically a lie. I did do a show. But did it occupy my entire night? No. It's mostly because I was a little in my head today. Feeling a little lazy. And I didn't particularly want an acquaintance that I met in jail to smoke heroin in my house for maybe the fifth time. You know? I just don't like the double standard, you know? That's why I don't like when I get in arguments with my friends. Because it's usually over a double standard. Yeah? Because if I were to go into Jeremy's house, you know? That's not his name, but let's say for the argument's sake it is. There was a Jeremy once I was friends with. Not a fan of him, you know? I don't know him anymore, but... Might as well throw his name out there. Anyway, plus Jeremy's just a fun name. It's it's like one letter away, two ma- two letters maybe away from Jeremiah, which is the most amazing bullfrog ever. I mean, he has his own song. What other bullfrog has his own song? You know. Anyway, my point is, me as a marijuana consumer, a medical marijuana holder, I would feel like for myself, I would never do this into a stranger or even a person that I don't really know that well's bathroom, or even a person that I was really good friends with. It's just downright rude. But I wouldn't smoke pot in their bathroom, you know, unless they were also smoking pot with me. Because then it's just, that's what we're doing right now, kind of thing. I just know if I was in Jeremy's house and I were to uh, whip out a joint, 
take a few puffs. To be like, hey, the fuck, dude? Why would you smoke pot in our house? But those who do drugs don't usually smell it. Like when I smoke cigarettes occasionally, I don't, I don't smell it. But when I don't smoke, oh, do I smell it on other people and on the clothes that I smoked on. Heroin and pot, most drugs I feel like are probably that way. That's why stinky people can't smell how bad they're, how how bad they are. You know, they can't smell their own stink. They're somehow used to it. It's like a weird trick our nostrils play on us. Our smell sensories are like, mm-mm, we're not gonna deal with this shit. Turn it off. But somehow we can still smell other people. It's weird. It's crazy. It's banana pants. But I'm not a Scientologist, okay? So I can't explain to you the mathematics on the equation of life and human behavior. But what I can say is I'm not a narc. Now, I am talking about it live on the internet. Well, not live, technically. But will I edit this podcast? No. That's why I'm not saying names. I just don't like holding things in, you know? And it's been two months. And some of you might ask, you know, why, why, Mike, if you suspected one time, why hang out with them at your home, at your abode, multiple times after that? Well... I'll tell you, the first time, wasn't quite sure. But, some secret inside knowledge is, I accidentally dated a heroin addict. And by accidentally, I mean, I knew she was a heroin addict. But I had not dated a heroin addict previously. So, I thought that when you said X, it means you didn't do it anymore. Not truesies, you know? You live and you learn. Especially heroin addicts, they say they're, uh, or meth heads, say they're, I'm an, I'm an ex-meth head. I'm an ex-heroin addict. Well, that's someone who hasn't been to the, through the 12-step program, my friend. Because if you know anything, if you're in any kind of program at all, you know there is no such thing as, you know, being an ex-addict. It's a one-day-at-a-time sort of thing. You're always an addict. You're always in a constant state of recovery. So, knowing that knowledge, when Jeremy used such terminologies, some red flags picked up, you know? And then he said he hasn't used in six months, or four months. And then with his girlfriend, he said five months. Then I found out they were actually dating for six months. I'm just going to go ahead and logic deduction the situation in my own noggin and say she's not aware. She's probably aware of like I was when I was young and naive and I dated that chick. And 
think her name was Ashlina. But either way, I'm going to go ahead and assume she thinks he's an ex-heroin addict, which we all know is current. You know? But I like them, you know? They're cool people. Besides doing heroin in my bathroom, that's a little rude. And thinking that, I mean, I get it, you know. You think you're smarter than other people. Just most addicts do. But when a man uses the bathroom for, for as a man with stomach issues, you know, I've got some irritable bowel, you know, irritable. I've got a good friend with irritable bowel. I'm a man who's used to spending a lot of time in the bathroom. But when you spend 45 minutes in the bathroom, two separate times, and uh, the toilet flushes multiple times, the sink goes on multiple times, just the water running, no interference with the hands, and then to top it all off, your shit smells like heroin? Dude, you need to see a fucking doctor, because that ain't right. You know, like I said before, I'm no Scientologist. I'm not a medical professional. But I'm pretty sure shit shouldn't smell like that. You know? It shouldn't smell like chemicals. That's just not a thing. They should not smell like dryer sheets. You know? Burnt dryer sheets, but either way. But I'm used to it. I'm used to people treating me like uh, I'm beneath them in a way. Like I'm dumber than them. You know? I get it. I'm a dime piece. It's natural to assume I would be stupid. But ditzy and naive is different than stupid. You know? Being silly with my words isn't the same as messing up my words. Unless I stutter. That happens sometimes. But, you know... Who walks around at 1.45 at night? I mean, I do, but I'm recording a podcast and I'm a weird raccoon child, all right? I'm a weird street possum. I'm a neighborhood sloth. I'm the Goblin King. I don't keep normal hours. But a married couple walking their small dog at 12.45 a.m. Did I say 1.45? I'm at 12. Either way strange, you know? Especially when you're not in very good shape. feel like you'd be tired at this time of night. My dad is. He's carrying around a small child. But, either way, that's off topic. I just don't like the hypocrisy, you know? And my biggest problem is, is I'm not a narc. Because it doesn't it doesn't benefit me in a way. And I'm just not a narc. I uh, got a good read on her, and I'm going to go ahead and say she's none the wiser. Jeremy's lady friend. 
And uh, I'm going to go ahead and say that uh, she honestly believes that he has chemical smelling shits that last for 45 minutes each. Which, you know, even as a non-medical professional, non-scientifical genius, I know that's not right. But what purpose does it serve me to call it out? None. None at all. Sometimes in life you have to ask, how will this affect me? Alright, that's a question that I've not asked myself a lot through my life. Hence, four months in jail, my friends. I've been asking myself that more. You know? And why I get in arguments with not my not my friends not not Austin and Andrea, but their friends is you know Austin roasts me. You know? He roasts me hard. To uh, some people it might even seem like bullying. But we're all mean to each other, you know? We joke around with each other. They've joked around about my sexuality before, you know? But... And my sexual preferences. I've got thick skin. Who cares? But... I've got a code. I live by a code, alright? I'm not a monster. If you dish it out... I'm going to assume that you can take it. And if you prove, after dishing it out, that you cannot take it, that you are in fact too sensitive to take it, I lose respect for you as a person. You don't even exist to me as a person anymore. Like, we, I'll be friendly to you, we're cordial, we're acquaintances, but there's no respect there. Because you have lived life by a double standard that I don't abide by. I don't abide by it. No. If I dish it out, I expect to be taking it. And I expect to be taking it hard. Now, you mess with me? Baby doll. I do this for a makeshift living. Alright? What some might call you know, below the poverty line, I say for a living. So don't you come at me. I'm young and hungry, all right? I know we're in a, po- I know we're in a social setting, you know? There's not an audience in front of me. I don't care. I'm broken. So if you dish it out, be sure you could take it. Because when I come... I'm going to come hard. All right. I didn't mean that to sound sexual. All right. It sounded very sexual. Didn't mean that to sound sexual or sexually aggressive. But as we've established before, come off aggressive. All right. I'm excited and I'm passionate and it comes off aggressive. You want me to be boring and sad and low energy, and soft, and hard to hear? All right. Well, that's Mike almost 24-7. You want loud and regular, audible-ness? 
that's this mic, all right? A lot of people, not a lot, but myself and a few others, notice that I say we to refer to myself as sometimes. Like, we don't need to do that. Before anybody thinks I'm crazy, it's because there's two mics, right? You can't just have thoughts echoing in your mind. No, there's two mics. I have my regular thoughts and I have the other mic's thoughts. My rational side and my emotional side. I've got to separate them. But I did it on purpose, right? It's not another voice in there. It's still my voice. There's a more confident mic in there and then a more silly one. You got to have both to make the mic, all right? You got to have both mics to have Mike McCowan, right? Got to have the mic and the Michael. Got to have the professional side and the wackadoodle side. That's, that's how you make happiness and joy. That's what I am. I'm joy. But either way, we're getting off topic. Back to uh, me getting kicked out of my best friend's house. On their couple's date night that I was invited to be a fifth wheel. But I never considered myself a th- fifth, third, whatever wheel. You know, if you do consider yourself that, I'm sorry you're not comfortable with just being yourself. You know, like the kind of people that go into a party looking to like hook up with people. Yeah. Are you there to party? Are you there to hook up? Like make up your mind. I can't be expending multiple energies when I'm going to do things. All right. If I'm going to party, I'm partying. That's my energy. It's out there. It's in an activity. If I'm looking to go date somebody, I'll do that activity. But, you know, dating during the pandy, too, it's like, where are you going to go? And it's the summertime. It's like, who wants to be outside? Especially here in Arizona. There's a lot of basic bitches out there and be like, I love going on hiking for first dates. It's so fun. Is it? It's 109 out right now. It's May. Do you really want to hike South Mountain, a six-hour hike, up there in May? Get out of here. Go find one of those UFOs and get off this planet. You're not welcome in my space, right? I exercise. I'm not an animal. Mostly because I've got a marijuana dewey and I can't drive. I longboard most places, if I'm going to be honest, which I try to be. That's why I don't like keeping things in, you know? I don't like keeping it in bottles up too much you know I get there's things I can't talk about because of personal relationships or whatever you know I get that you need to establish trust and such you know but there are things that happen 
such as heroin in the bathroom, that I can only hold on to for so long. And like I said, I like them both. You know? I'm not... There's no shade. I just prefer you not do drugs in my bathroom. That's all. That's all. You know? I don't care that you do drugs. You do as much heroin as you want, bud. Just don't do it in my house. That's all I ask. And I don't think that's a big ask. Because if it was reversed and I brought a bong over and just started smoking in your living room, I don't think you'd be cool with it. Just like, I mean, I didn't handle the the situation with my, my best friend's other couple friends. Great, you know, because I'm a spazzy goblin. I don't know how to feel things that other people feel, such as, I don't know, whatever the fuck she was feeling. I don't, I don't know, you know? But anyway, we're playing games. I was having a weird day, you know? I was drinking a little bit. Austin confronted me in the car, and he goes like, I don't I don't get why you drink. And I was like, boredom, mostly, you know? Felt like it was one of those days. And he's like, I don't think you're funny when you drink. And I was like, that kind of stings a little bit, more than you know. I was already in kind of a bad mood, you know? Now I'm sad. Now I'm extra sad, you know? Because I'm already drunk right now. There's nothing I can do about it. But I definitely heard what she said. Hadn't drank since, you know? That was Tuesday, but whatever. Not really a drinker. But, you know? People who care about you say some shit. You gotta listen. Otherwise, you've got a problem. You know? Same thing with weed. Someone, if people tell, I mean... Someone I respect tells me. I mean, granted, four doctors already told me that. When four doctors, separate doctors, including a marijuana doctor, and then three real doctors, tell you that, like, for a guy who has Kleinfelter syndrome, marijuana not helping you. In fact, pretty dangerous. You, pr- sh- you should probably start listening. And pretty soon, one day, one day here soon, I'm going to listen. Because I've got ears. And they're pretty big. They're hidden by a big curly mop of brown, beautiful hair. But they're there. And they hear sounds. You know? Not in car not in car ride conversations apparently no if you're having conversation in the back in the front seat in the passenger seat me in the back seat won't be able to hear you but I will ask what you say repeatedly until you say it at a volume where I can't hear it so I'm just that annoying anyway I was in a weird mood Austin said the thing the true thing and, you know, it was just, hey, that's why you have friends. So they can tell you the hard truths. And then you got to listen. Otherwise, you're going to be checked into some kind of loony bin or alcoholic program. I don't know. But either way, they invited their friends who strangely have names that rhyme or 
are almost the same name. But anyway, Joe and Josephine. But Josephine's actually a pretty name. No, stop there, Mike. Nothing nice to say? Anyway, continue. So, yeah, we were playing Mario Party out of all the childish games of all the world. And, um, you know, they made a joke that they attacked, that she, like, attacked me. And honestly, if I had been myself, my competitive self, I would have been, you know, a little more fun, a little more entertaining, a little more vengeful, you know? If my head was really in the game, Austin's comment that he made after she attacked my little character guy in the game, his comment would have rang true, you know? I would have stopped trying to win and just aimed to stop from winning whoever it is who attacked me. You know? Because that's part of the game, my friends. It's part of Mike. I'm competitive. I'm a bad winner. I'm a bad loser. My head wasn't in the game. So I faked it. And I get that we all have a close relationship, you know? Joe, um, Austin, Andrea, me. And I was trying to include her into the group a little bit, Josephine. And so I, when I made jokes about Austin and Andrea and Joe, I also made jokes about Josephine. And um, in uh, one of the times, it was... Uh, it's the Mario game where it's like a hot air balloon that floats up and your little character guys are like blowing fans at the air balloon to get all the coins, as many coins as you can as it, the air balloon continues going up. And uh, Josephine forgot to press the button that activated the fan to blow the air balloon into the coins and she was on the bottom and that was the first round there's three rounds the last round I was on the bottom or I was on the top sorry and uh, you know I forgot to press the button I got distracted it was in my own head thinking about stuff whatever I just forgot to press the button so as a callback to her faux pas, I said, ah, I pulled the Josephine. And that's when things went bananas. You know? Andrea said, stop aggressively. Stop it. Because I realized when I said it, came off a tad aggressive. But I didn't, that wasn't my intention. And I was going to correct it because I saw Joe's face. And he cringed a little bit when I said it. I was like, I re- I read the room, you know? I can't see Josephine, but I saw him, and I was like, oh, I get it. I was going to, like, like, hey, I, I apologize. Didn't mean that to sound aggressive, but whatever. But uh didn't get the chance. I was met by a stop it. So 
I needed to know why. Because I was met with aggression when I told a joke. Actually, not even a joke. It wasn't even a joke about her. It was just a reference to an action. A callback to an action. Just actually self-deprecating, really. Had nothing really to do with her. I just threw her name in there to include her into the group a little more. No, we all roast each other. She was, you know, playing the game. She was roasting me and stuff. You know? That's that's the code. Now, when uh, Andy May asked, said that I was, you know, throwing shade at her all night, at, at Josephine, and only Josephine, I was confuzzled. I said, I don't believe that's true. She said, yeah, you've been insulting her all, all night. Ask the room. The room is two people. Joe, who has said nothing in her defense all night. So I assume if I really did cross the line, he would have spoken out. Considering they lived together, if I felt like my uh, significant other was being... Uh, disrespected, I sure as fuck would say something. That did not happen. So I thought, felt like I was in the clear besides the little wins, you know? But no, I'm not going to ask the room. I'm going to ask the person in question who's not talking, cuddled up in a weighted blanket. So I turned to Josephine and I said, all right, Josephine, have I said anything to you? And I looked dead in her eyeballs, which I guess could be intimidating if you're soft, you know. I looked her in her eyeballs and I said, Josephine, have I said anything to you tonight that has personally offended to you? For personally offended you? Because that was not my intention. And her reaction was she turned her whole body. And she, granted, she's, I'm 30. She's probably about 35. She has children. She has kids. She's a mother. She was married. And she turned her whole body while sitting on the couch away from me, shoulders hunched over like she was about to cry, and covered herself in, in the weighted blanket like a small child. And granted, I should have just said, I apologize. And that could have been the end of it. But no, I felt personally slighted. Because, I mean, listen, I know what the right decision was. The right decision would have been to apologize or to just drop it completely. But I was, felt like I was being gaslighted. All right? I'm not mad. People are telling me I'm mad. They're saying I'm like, listen, you could just leave if you're mad. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at all. I'm steady. I'm not shaky. I'm not mad. Don't try to gaslight me. So when Josephine hunched her shoulders and hid under the blankets like a, like a toddler... That was scared of the boogeyman or watched a scary movie. 
I could have just apologized, but no, I'm a jackass. So being a jackass, I said in the most sarcastic way possible, because I am just a monster and uh, a small child myself, because who else reacts like that? You know? Yes, she act, acted immaturely to the situation. But so did I. You know? I was, I was like a little seven-year-old running around throwing a te- temper tantrum with the equivalent is what, of, of what... That's the equivalent of what I said. Because when she did the little blanket thing, tucked around like a little turtle in that weighted blanket... I turned around to leave, and I said, My apologies, Josephine. I did not realize that you were s- that you had such thin skin. Yeah. It's not, it wasn't my finest moments, but I don't have a lot of fine moments, honestly. You know? There's a lot of situations that I feel like I'm right, out, right in. This situation, I feel like... There is, there is no right person. There is no person that was in the right. You know? We were all wrong. You know? If I was in a weird mood, probably shouldn't have been hanging out with people. Especially if I was already drinking. You know? And, uh... Well, drinking, not so much. But, either way, if I was in a weird mood, probably shouldn't have been hanging out with people, you know? Especially when I have weird aggression issues already. And they, I don't know what kind of days they were having, you know? Maybe just as bad. But uh, either way, my immature attitude certainly didn't help. I mean, I'm 30. 31. I'm 31 now. There's a one added to that three. When's the maturity going to come, you know? I have some wisdom, you know? I It comes and it goes, the wisdom. But the maturity, that's what I would like to grow, you know? I went to jail for four months. feel like I'm a little more adult, a little more able to handle myself. Hence why I'm not afraid to walk around strange places and dark alleys at 2 o'clock in the morning. Without pepper spray. I mean, I I find solace in the fact that I'm not dressed very fancy. If people really wanted to rob me, they could take my gold necklace. But that's about it. I've got maybe three dollars in cash. I have all of two hundred dollars to my name, and I'm about six thousand dollars in debt. So. I mean, what are you really going to take from me? What are you really going to take? My ID? I could replace that. It's not even a it's not even a valid driver's license, you know? No. You take my debit cards, all right. My gift cards to the candy store that Austin got me two Christmases ago and I still haven't spent it yet because we're in a pandy. We're in a pandemic can't go into malls. That's where the candy shop is. For all I know, that candy shop closed down in the pandy. And that 
That $40, that $50, I don't know how much is on there. Probably a lot, but it was worth two big bags of candy. That's a lot of candy. That's why, like, alcohol is not a big thing to me. If somebody said, somebody said, hey, Mike, I need you to quit eating candy. My response to you would be, what kind? And you said all of it. I would tell you to go fuck yourself. I would tell you to go fiddle your bean bags on planet Pluto because that is crazier than a banana sundae on a Tuesday afternoon. It's crazy. With a capital C. No, better yet, it's ca- it's crazy with a capital F. For fucking crazy. That's right. I don't really say it. I don't want to say the F word too much. People... People focus on it too much. It's weird. I don't like it. Anyway, this has been another episode of Easily Irritated with stand-up comedian Mike McCowan. We're about our end of our rope. Anyway, don't forget to check out my new podcast, The Mike McCowan Podcast. I know, such a creative name. And surprisingly, took me a long time to come up with. You know, I'm a fan, just like anybody else, of a good title. Look at this show. Look at Easily Irritated. Great title. But Easily Irritated, a little nago sometimes, you know? Sometimes I want to talk about topics that I'm not mad about, you know? That doesn't irritate me. So check out the Mike McCallum podcast, all right? It's, it's awesome. You can find it everywhere. Podcasts are available. Can go hop on to anchor.fm donate donate to a poor comedian right I just told you my financial situations if that doesn't pull on your heartstrings I don't know what to tell you you know also check me out on the easily irritated patreon and uh, the Mike McCowan podcast patreon do some one-on-one zooms, some extra content for you guys. It's pretty sweet. Check it out. Follow me on Mike at Mike Mike Mellar. Can't even say my own name now. Follow me at Mike McCowan on YouTube and uh, Mike McCowan Comic on uh, Instagram and just Mike McCowan on uh, might be Mike T McCowan, Mike McCowan on Facebook. You know, who uses Facebook, though, really? And then uh, TikTok as well. Mike McCowan comic on TikTok, I believe. Or Mike McCowan comedy. One of the two, you know? Type in Mike McCowns. You know, if there's a if there's a handsome, dark-skinned white guy, beautiful, curly hair, curly brown hair, trim beard, maybe like a, like a modern-day Jesus... If you see a guy that looks like that, I'm your man. Anyway, every Sunday. Every Sunday is easily irritated, all right? Sorry, I dropped the ball, all right? Every Sunday except for the month of May. And in the future, I'll just record future episodes to be dropped in the month of May. You know? The month of May is a blockout period. 
A lot of stuff happened in the month of May. I was molested. I was born. I was molested again. I went to jail. A lot of stuff happens in May. Anyway, thank you for listening to Easily Irritated with stand-up comedian Mike McCowan. Check me out. Mike McCowan Podcast. Mike McCowan Comic on Instagram. Mike McCowan on YouTube. All that good shit. Like all the buttons. Smash them all. Smash all my buttons. All right? Get up all up in my buttons. All right? Smash that like button. Smash the share button. Share the show. Let's build up the numbers a little bit. We need to build up our cult. All right? Our our numbers have been just cruising by. Are you guys fans of the show? Are you not fans of the show? All right? Rate us, review us. I mean, I hate to ask this, but I need I need to see some super fans, right? A little too docile. Maybe a little more active, you know? Go click on that Patreon. Do some one-on-one Zooms. I'll get to know you. Play video games together. It'll be sweet. Anyway, if you want to play video games with me, and you have a PS4... I'm a foster underscore goblin. Yes, I'm the foster goblin of the neighborhood. Find me, my sweet, sweet children of the night. I'm Mike McCowan, and I'm out of here. Oh, if you do cake a kid, make sure it's a toddler. You've been listening to Easily Irritated with comedian Mike McCowan. If you dig the show, then please like, subscribe, rate, and review to help spread the word. You can follow me on social media at Mike McCowan on YouTube. That's M-I-K-E-M-C-C-O-W-A-N and at Mike McCowan Comedy on Instagram. If you're a gamer and you want to play with me on PlayStation, my gamer tag is Foster underscore Goblin. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and review our podcast page on Facebook You can find it by searching Easily Irritated Podcast. Links all in the description.